Hello friends, welcome to the Fit for Prosperity podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's shorter fitness episode, I'll bring you a clip of a live that I recorded with a good friend of mine, Martin Blattler. He's also an online fitness coach and we have been talking about meal timing. Now, meal timing is a topic in nutrition where you can find a lot of false myths and yeah, a lot of misconceptions. So we have been diving into those, clearing some stuff up that a lot of people get wrong about it. And then we have also talked about mistakes that we did in our own fitness careers, especially when we started out as young athletes and where we fell into the trap of believing some of those uh, false myths. So yeah, have a lot of fun with this episode. I think it was a super informative life. So that's why I want to bring it back for this podcast. Enjoy the show. So today, all about meal timing. Um, and we want actually to debunk some myths here. Um, because as trainers, we often hear things like, how bad are carbs in the evening? <laughs> or is breakfast really the... Are you brothers? No, we're not brothers. <laughs> do, we, do we actually look like brothers? So um, we hear <laughs> things like, um, you know, how many hours apart should the meals be? Or like, is breakfast really the most important meal of the day? Um, so we, we just go dive into this topic and mm. discuss well, what, is, what is actually the truth is, right? Yes. So, um, look, I have actually a question. When you started out with fitness and working out and actually started eating healthily, did you believe in those things? Did you believe that carbs make you fat in the evening? Did you believe that breakfast is the most important meal of the day? Or what was your belief when you started out? Well... I mean, when I started out, I was super skinny. So for me, I was trying just to eat as much as I can whenever I can. So I did definitely the one at the evening, the carbs, I didn't bother at all. Um, but what I was definitely thinking was like, oh, the breakfast is the most important meal. I got to get started with a lot of calories. So I would always eat a huge breakfast and um, I even made a weight gainer shake to go with it. <laughs> so I had like two breakfasts just to get as much food in as possible because, yeah, I thought in the morning you need all the calories that you can get your hands on. So that's what I tried to do. Um, right. Yeah, that's, that's right. my thought. What about you? Did you so, believe it? Yeah, when I started out and actually got into the entire rabbit hole of nutrition, I really believed that you have to eat every two to three hours. And mm -hmm. if I wouldn't eat, then I thought I would just lose muscle. I, I would just yeah, like, oh yeah. <laughs> muscle, right? So I was so obsessed with, with my uh, eating pattern and I just made everything to, to get a meal in, to get my protein in. Because it's actually, um, so as you know, I, I had I had a, a fitness model as a coach at this at this time, and mm -hmm. he would give me this ridiculous plan like uh, rice, broccoli, chicken, everything. <laughs> <laughs> and it was crazy. So sometimes I would like you know go out of meetings, or I would just find any excuse to leave and get my meal in. So uh, 
crazy. Going on back then, um, I would bring protein shakes everywhere. Would bring my meals everywhere, and uh, obviously, I didn't know any better. Right? I just thought yeah. um, that must must be working. Yeah, yeah. and if I, I, I just remembered another one. If I didn't have a shake within five or ten minutes after training, I thought I would gain like no muscles from training. I'm like. The most important part is the shake right afterwards. Otherwise, training's wasted. <laughs> So-called anabolic window. Exactly. That's what we were um, talking about. The yeah, bro science. I think, <laughs> I think for me, what made me uh, what what made what made me change my my thinking, or like what, what caused me to no longer eat every two to three hours. Um, I think was some studies that were published not so long ago, actually so a few years, um, that showed that in terms of body recomposition, it actually doesn't matter how often you eat throughout the day. And I've read that completely mind blown. Right? What? <laughs> what? This cannot be true. I literally thought at the beginning that the study would be flawed, right? So there. <laughs> Uh, but but as more studies would come out, I actually saw okay maybe there's some truth to that. Maybe I really don't need to eat so often. Uh, what was your turnaround? Why did you out of some no longer believe in it, or why did you no longer uh, have this huge breakfast, for example? Um. Well, why? I think the more. Um, I learned about nutrition, the more I realized that there is actually only one thing that truly matters, and that's the calorie balance. Or I mean, at least for if your weight's going up or down, obviously other things matter too. But if you talk about what your body weight's doing, the only thing that truly matters is the calorie balance. And then I was like, wait a second. So if everything that matters is how many calories I get, then it technically shouldn't matter too much when I get them. And um, I, then I actually was in a relationship with a girl and she was swearing on intermittent fasting, which then obviously was kind of a problem because I needed a breakfast and <laughs> she didn't. And at the same time, I, I said, I already had learned a lot about nutrition. So I kind of knew that I don't need a breakfast. It was just my body was so used to eating a lot in the morning um, that I would feel like hungry the whole like morning if I didn't eat. And then due to her, actually, I started to sometimes skip breakfast or like, yeah. And I realized, well, actually, it works fine as well. So I think it was that's the knowledge the and then being in a situation where I kind of was forced into not eating breakfast. That's the thing. That's like, what I just want to say. Usually what happens <laughs> getting forced into a position where you out of sudden can no longer eat in this uh, frequency that maybe you have to skip breakfast maybe um, you don't have access to any food for a longer period of time and you realize uh, muscles are still there <laughs> you know it's like well <laughs> mind-blowing but as you say like in the end it comes down to the amount of calories you eat throughout mm -hmm. the day and maybe we we go quickly into it um there's this uh pyramid um of of what is called pyramid of nutrition priorities, I think. Mm -hmm. where, oh, where the, the one that the government or like the 
No, no, of no, this no, one. no, I'm talking about the importance of the, the, the factors there is. So we have on okay. the very bottom is calories. Oh, yeah. So calories are most important. So in the end, um, I'm speaking now, actually this is in theory, in theory, you could eat two chocolate bars a day and still lose body fat or still drop weight, <laughs> right? It's, it's, yeah. it's not optimal, it's not healthy, but you could eat two bars of chocolate a day and still lose weight because you're in a caloric deficit, right? I think there was this girl on Instagram who um, lost weight only by eating bananas and peanut butter, and that was basically <laughs> all she ate. <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. But basically, yeah, you can, you can lose um, weight this way. You can also gain weight, like obviously <laughs> the more, the more uh, bananas you eat, for example. So also with healthy food, you can gain weight, obviously. So we have... Um, Calories, that's most important. And then on top of that is the macronutrients. So we have fats, Definitely. calories, um, and uh, fats, protein, and carbohydrates. Sorry. Um, so this is also important, especially when you want to build a muscle, for example. Because if you eat a lot, but there's like little protein in there, um, you don't give your body the nutrients the building blocks that your body needs to repair the damaged uh, muscle and to actually build muscle, right? Exactly. Mm. Then um, next is micronutrients. So we have like vitamins and stuff, also important. Not equally important as like macronutrients and calories, but again, it's important. And then um, I think it's actually the last one. There is there something? Yeah, I think it's actually the last mm -hmm. one. Um, it's timing. It's a timing, and yeah. like this uh, pyramid. So meal timing is well, it plays a role, but not as much of a role like calories or macros. Of course, and yeah. Sometimes I get like you know these questions. <laughs> they always want. To Everyone wants to see you topless, man. <laughs> <laughs> Next stream, we got to uh, do topless. <laughs> yeah, no, um, no, I lost my train of thought, actually. What I wanted to say. Um, yeah. You were just talking about that um, the timing matters, but it doesn't matter nearly as much as people yeah, like to think. The thing is, like, oftentimes I would get asked, so Martin, um, when should I, or what should I eat pre-workout? What should I cook? eat post-workout and which protein is best and you know at this level where we're at it just doesn't matter that much because if your nutrition is off all, all day and everything else if calories are off then it actually doesn't matter what you have before or after your workout because if calories is off and it does really doesn't matter when you have your meals that's the mm. thing you have to get your basics so you need to know how much you actually want or need to eat and then uh, eat the, the right amount and then the last thing that you can optimize is then when you actually need it right exactly uh, i i think that's that's the point where we get into um does it matter or not yes it matters but it only matters for a very like little amount of people, which is like the athletes, people that are already very advanced in their nutrition and fitness and training strategy. And then of course, like you can make every, like you can make your whole concept a little bit more effective by actually also timing the foods right. But if you're still struggling with the right foods 
then um well it doesn't really matter and to be honest like i think even both of us we are right at a quite advanced level in training right and i know for myself like i don't really care too much about the timing um I just make sure I've always protein, but the rest I don't matter. Like I don't care too much about. That's, that's right. Before you go, before you even ask these questions, when should I eat what? Um, then just make sure you eat the right amounts of, of foods. In, you know, food no, that... don't go. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you're blackmailed. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, like, it's really what you have to dial in first to make sure how much you're actually eating um, in order to achieve your goal. And then in the very end, there is, if you really want to take it to the next level, mm -hmm. that's the thing where you can, you know, optimize uh, your, your nutrition. But for, I would say, 99% of the population, it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't mm. matter. They, they need I, to I focus on food. Um, whole food, unprocessed food that take uh, throughout the day, um, and then meal timing all, almost is irrelevant for those, right? And as we yeah, yeah. said, then for athletes, for professional bodybuilders, for like uh, sports uh, sportsmen, maybe like those people are the ones who really need to plan their meals um, throughout the day, so they have actually enough energy to push through the workouts or the competitions, mm. right? Yeah, or I mean, I use um, a meal timing strategy called carb cycling with my advanced clients. So the ones that are already quite fit and then they maybe want to cut a little bit, get super lean for summer. If you talk about like someone who wants to get the six pack, 8% body fat value, then I can, but then I know that person has it already eats wall foods, already yeah. has protein like with every meal, um, eats enough veggies and gets that stuff right. And then we, I get a little bit more out of it. So I think if you have a very ambitious goal for yourself, even if you're not a professional athlete, then you can use it. It's just you've got to get the basics right first. So focus on the things that have the most impact, that the changes that will achieve the most success for you, and then move yourself up from there in the pyramid that Martin laid out earlier on. And when you reach the top, then you might as well go for it. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm actually doing it right now. <laughs> actually doing it right now because I'm cutting uh, a little bit down. So, but yeah. So how does it look Definitely. like right now? What do you do? Um, basically, I time my carbs around workouts. So Because of? Mostly after and depending on the workout, sometimes before. Okay. Um, good. So coming back to, to the myth we uh, mentioned here, mm -hmm. no carbs after dark. <laughs> Completely false, <laughs> because actually you could go the entire day without eating. Um, you could eat carbs in the evening, like a lot of carbs, and still lose body fat. So I don't even know where <laughs> um, carbs are. Uh, no. You don't need to be careful there. And then the other thing we mentioned is, is breakfast really the most important meal of the day? What would be your answer to that? No, it doesn't really nope. matter. I, I wouldn't say it's the least important either. I think it just doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. As I said, like, 
eat when the most important meal it is for you if um if you just enjoy it <laughs> then um it's probably important for you but you should be eating then when you have time when you're hungry when you when it fits your life so i can say it's the most important i can say it's not important it it really depends on who you are as a person and how your life looks like in the end it's like individual uh, preferences right someone there is people who tell me they cannot have breakfast um they just go up without any food and they're good to go they don't want mm. or there's people who even say um they get busy they dizzy i mean dizzy <laughs> they get dizzy when they don't mm-hmm. have food or it really depends from person to person in my opinion um it's still good i even recommend lying out the foods throughout the day um and there's like very simple reasons for that one is you have less hunger because if you go a long a very long time without food obviously you get hungry and then chances are you like grab a pizza or whatever is lying around mm. so this is the reason um i also think it's just easier to fit uh like all the the protein and your macros in there because imagine you have one meal per day um mm. you would have to be like i don't know 150 grams of protein in one meal so you eat <laughs> two chickens or what not um it's like the warrior diet i think it's called the guy eats only once a day and eats like two kilos of chicken and that's like his one meal a day i would like track that one um when we my family we had like a chicken and i shared mm-hmm. with gabriela and, and uh, laura my little one and then i just was curious how much protein is actually in, in this entire chicken i thought maybe i just overeat on chicken and then I found out the entire, the entire chicken is not even doesn't give me enough protein for the day. So basically, I would have <laughs> chicken every day and even more. So that's pretty crazy, <laughs> insane. That's not. Yeah, a day. I'm not a fan of it. I really am advocate of spreading your meals throughout the day, just because like mm. it keeps hunger. Um, and also, just like let's keep science out for a second. When when it comes <laughs> to building the muscle. um in in just as far as i understand it what makes sense to me you go to the gym you break down your muscle um you want your muscle to like grow and the first thing is your body will repair them right you go to the gym it damage the the muscle mm-hmm. and then it needs to this damaged muscle okay. needs to get repaired and now if you wait at 10 hours for protein for building blocks coming i just think it wouldn't be optimal completely honestly because <laughs> i think body constantly is like doing all these processes and so it just makes sense to constantly give nutrients and provide energy so it can function at its best but again it's yeah. like not backed up by science now like what what how i see it right I think a lot of it is also has to do with energy levels. So if you haven't been eating for 14 hours and then you hit the gym, you're probably not going to feel as energetic as if you had like a f- two hours before you went to the gym a good meal, right? So I think a lot of it is then more dependent on on what you are actually um able to do in a gym because if you just think about 
the um, the carbs that are saved in your body, they would be enough to push you through the workout unless you have like a four-hour conditioned workout. But like a one-hour gym session, technically you wouldn't need to eat before for to have enough energy saved in your body. Uh, but if you don't feel energetic, your gym session is not going to be very productive. You're going to lift less weights and therefore you're going to have less success. And so I think a lot of it that plays together is the the science on one hand says, yeah, it doesn't matter for those and those things because the calories matters, the macro matters and what your body has in it matters. But then there is another big part that's the psychology, right? And that can be influenced in a way. And a lot of that you cannot prove scientifically. And a lot of it is also getting used to it. Um, so when I did a lot of fasting, I could work out faster, no problem, because my body was then super used to not eating for 16 hours. Um, and often I had my workout like at the end of the fasting window and ate right afterwards to make sure that it gets refeeded. But I still had energy in the gym because I was used to not eating for a long time. Um, but when I started intermittent fasting, I could have never done a workout. I felt dizzy. Uh, and I think scientifically... Mindset what? thing, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's psychological. You haven't eaten anything or you haven't had enough uh, carbs so your, your workouts will be shitty mm. and whatnot. Um, it's, it's, I 100% uh, agree with you. Like, uh, mindset matters, 100%. Yeah, and, and diet has a huge impact on the mindset and that you cannot prove it with science because it's different for every human. It's depending on how we are used True. to it and True. how we think. Cool that you addressed this, very important. Um, so yeah, I think I we think covered the basics, covered. but the really yeah, yeah. takeaway here, um, the conclusions, um, meal timing matters, yes, but for most people it's ne 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 neglectable. So mm. unless you're a other, uh, athlete, um, have high aspirations to be like a professional, I don't know, a soccer player, whatever, um, if you're just a guy who wants to <laughs> gain muscle mass. Or a girl. Because we are, because, because like we are, it really doesn't matter. You can actually have carbs in the evening. You can have it in the morning. You can have your protein throughout the day. You can have it all in once, what I don't recommend, but actually you can do that and still uh, make progress, right? That's hard to eat so much. <laughs> but yeah, you could. <laughs> Good. So, do you have something you want to add to this call? No, I think um, we covered a lot and you wrapped it up there quite nicely with it. It's just, Perfect. Perfect. Um, it, it matters, but, well, it's just not your biggest battle because you have way more um, effective changes that you can make. And I think that's, that's quite a good conclusion to the discussion. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe to the show. It would really mean the world to me to welcome you back again on Thursday for the next long form interview. And um, also make sure to follow me on my Instagram at pt.lucas. And thank you so much. Talk to you soon again. Peace out.